Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is Tech Vibe Radio, and this is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. And Audrey, I love it. This summer has been the summer of going through Pittsburgh's coolest neighborhoods. Talking We're never to the going back into talking. the no, studio there's again. there's no reason to. No. We've, got, we've got fancy headsets. We could dance if we wanted to while doing the show because nothing can confine us. It's true. Except for it's the true. four walls that's Duolingo around us right now where we're doing this show in East Liberty. And Andre, I was super pumped because we have David Callison here from Cohen and Grigsby, partner at Cohen and Grigsby. And when you talk about Pittsburgh Tech, he's one of the guys we want to talk to. Okay, so we have him here. Let's talk yeah. to him. Hi, guys. Welcome hey. to the show, man. Yeah, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me. It's great. I mean, you know, you've been around and... Uh, understanding what's happening in the startup world for a while. And, you know, you can tell stories, you can collect data, you can convey all that. But it's cool to just sort of get down and dirty and try He's to figure out what's happening. He's been in the trenches with the startups in so, the tech scene. But we want to, you know, we, <laughs> you've been involved in, in some of the groups that have actually been spawned out of the state, you know, through Innovation Works, Alpha Lab Gear, Alpha Lab. And now you're also seeing the robotics and the things that are really percolating for the first time in Pittsburgh in any kind of density. So given all that, let's take it from the top. What's, what's going on? What do you see? What's getting you fired up about Pittsburgh's yeah. tech sector these days? Well, the two things that you just mentioned, Audrey, the uh, Alpha Lab and Alpha Lab gear have just gotten better mm-hmm. and better and better. The applicants who are coming into these accelerators for the six-month program mm-hmm are applying from all over the country. So they have the choice of the best, and they bring them in. So they're good to start with. By the time they're done with the six-month program, they are totally ready to launch. They're polished. They're smart. They've got a great business plan. A lot of them often have customers at that point. They've got validation in the marketplace. They have everything that investors are looking for. All the cards where they want them to be. Yeah. And, and, you know, not everyone makes it. It's tough out there. Of course. But more and more of them are getting through and getting those first rounds of financing and getting into that great stage where they're now bringing on customers and thinking about expansion rather than survival. So it's been really fun to see this grow over the years and become so successful and to be a big part of it. Without a doubt. So what, do you, what have you seen? You know, you talked a little bit about you know, the fact that now we're attracting people to come here and start their companies. What specifically have you seen that's really made some of the difference? So is it the amount of angel investment that's around? Is it the amount of leaders and mentorship? Is it the combination of all of it? Or You know, I wish it were more of the angel capital, and I wish it were more of the leadership, mm-hmm. that's the one place where we're still all yeah. working hard to get more. We keep hearing that. We keep hearing that. Yeah. We it's need experienced there. people here. We, we right. need a critical mass, but we're developing it now. When you see what's happening in the robotics community, for mm-hmm. example, we're creating company after company that are spinning out of CMU. And that's what's exciting because before, I mean, many years when we were dubbed Roboberg, you know, 15, 20 years ago, it was all research that was kind of doing that. But now it's the research turning into the companies. Robotics 
was uh, an answer to a question that no one was asking. Hmm, I like that. Interesting. And it was disappointing to some of the early investors because they could see the promise of the technology. Mm-hmm. They couldn't catch in the market, Couldn't right? be turned into a product. And, you know, sometimes when you have a relatively small group of investors who aren't happy with their experience, it's hard to bring them around again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it took a point. long time. Good point. Yeah. But the National Robotics Engineering Center, did such a terrific job in spinning out Carnegie Robotics and from there other companies and then, of course, bringing Uber here that I think we're past the point of wondering right. do you, so do you what's think, robotics Are you about. seeing more interest in people right. investing in that? Absolutely. I've been and involved more angel in investors? Angel investors, strategic investors, mm-hmm. venture investors. I see yeah. strategic partners really blossoming in that space. Well, well Seagrid's a great example. I mean, right. Giant Eagle, of all companies, you wouldn't think they of were, them they in robotics. Were in, they, they were involved with them right at the early beginning. On, early uh, on. They, they spotted innovation. Giant Eagle is a, you know, has to compete against mm-hmm. even bigger companies. And uh, they were looking for ways to be smarter, faster, cheaper than their competitors. Right. They thought robotics could do it for them. And mm-hmm. so they took the leap. And then over the years, uh, Seagrid has turned into a very powerful company that now has a giant roster of blue chip customers. So, and that happened right here in Pittsburgh. In Pittsburgh, absolutely. And, uh, and of course, Uber coming here was uh, really, uh, th- that to me was the marker that we'd arrived. Because That's the Uber, tipping point where well, they know you know the thing, You know the thing that I absolutely um, love about Uber is that Uber, if you want to work at Uber, not be, you know, be in a car and, and be an Uber driver, but if you want to be an engineer and work at Uber and you want to work on autonomous vehicles, the only place you can do that is here in Pittsburgh. That's right. That's their center. So right that's right. very telling and they, very demonstrative. They could have gone anywhere in the world to create this advanced right, technology center. Right, but you center, can't do it in California. But they came to mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. And what's most exciting to me, since I built my 30-year career and working <laughs> yeah, with absolutely. these companies, <laughs> and, you know, I'd like, to, I'd like to see what we've created continue to blossom, is that these robotics companies are going to stay here. We have the ecosystem here to keep them here. Yep, all the pieces it's, are in place to keep them thriving and growing and it, new it's, ones being created. It's so easy to pick up a software company and move it in the middle of the night. So if you get a terrific <laughs> Alpha Lab company, interesting. you know, where would they go? I they, don't know. They can, they can literally, they're gone, they're they, gone. they can be in Austin or San Jose tomorrow. When you got hardware, it's harder to move that stuff. Come on. Now, <laughs> can anyone ever pick up in the middle of the night? <laughs> He's probably Just, seen it happen. Uh-oh. Like, yes. Uh-oh. Don't answer that. <laughs> Just about. We don't want to know. I mean, people follow the money and they follow the opportunity. Of but in robotics, the opportunity is here because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's all about talent. No one has the pool of talent that we have in okay. Pittsburgh. CMU is just the top of the heap. And all the companies that are coming out of it, when a talented robotist, roboticist says, where should I go for my next move? Why don't I go to Pittsburgh? Why don't I work for Uber or CMU? Mm-hmm. And then in six months, I can start my own company. Yeah, exactly. And if I sell it, I can start another company. Mm-hmm. Or if I don't like it, I can leave and go to e- another exactly company. Right. Exactly so right. I'm so we've given the confidence. Excited. You're saying that the world knows the confidence here in this space. Yes. Yes. And I've any kind, any sub-vertical in that space? So is it medical? Is it warehousing? Is it? I think it's, it's warehouse. It's logistics, industrial robotics. 
So it's our uh, core. That, that's it. So it's, it's actually part of our core. Hey, you know what? We've come full circle. Right? I mean, P- Pittsburgh was the Pretty great point. industrial city, and now we're going to be the great industrial automation city. I like it. We are a world leader again yes. for the first time in a long time in an area. We, sure. we were, when I was growing up here in Pittsburgh, we were still the king of steel, and we lost that. But we were nimble, and we had great support from the universities and the governments and the foundation. And we figured out how to bob and weave and get back to that point again. It's never going to be as big as the steel industry. When an oak tree falls down, you don't plant another oak. But we're planting a lot of small trees. But in terms of people who are working in innovation and tech, we have more people who are working in that space than than we're in the steel industry. Yes. And and we're... we're It's like 30%. It's an orchard. We're just populating them everywhere. That's and now a good analogy. I like that. It's an orchard. Yeah, I'm going to use that again. For sure. I'm going to remind our listeners. We're, we're going to use it, too. Yeah. I, I seem to remind our, our <laughs> listeners we're talking to David Calson of Cohen and Grigsby, who likes planting orchards when it comes to tech stuff. No, and he also <laughs> said we're going to be the new world. This will be the place for automation and for logistics and for all the things that are part of Absolutely. the process of moving stuff. Yeah. Right? Yes. What yes. do you think about what's happening in robotics and healthcare? Uh, well, I think that we have a little bit of catch-up to do there. But the University of Pittsburgh and UPMC and CMU mm-hmm. uh, are also doing, uh, you know, a lot of research in that area. Uh, and, and, I mean, there's, there's no area of commerce that's going to be untouched by robotics. I, I happen to just be more focused on the industrial side because that's where my clients have been. Right. When I'm working on the healthcare side, it tends to be more in healthcare information technology, mm-hmm. which is also but we're burgeoning. seeing some of the things in robotics. Right. We're seeing it. We're seeing it come together. Right. Yeah. We're seeing it come together. So, David, tell us how a law firm really plays a pivotal role in helping a company. It's more than just providing legal advice. It's the connections that you guys provide. How do you typically work with with, with your clients? You know, uh, if I'm just their lawyer. Fine, but anyone can be just their lawyer. Exactly. The idea is to be their trusted business <laughs> advisor, right? Someone who can guide them through the maze. A lot of the people who are starting these companies have never done so right. before. Right, they just have no clue where to go. In they some have areas. no clue. But well, it's even complicated when you have a company and right. you've started a company. That that is right. It is, and and uh, you know the kind of work that law firms do for big companies. It's pretty well regimented. Everyone has a particular role. The people in the company, middle management has a role. Lawyers have a role. If there's a deal to be done, everyone just marches in the same direction and plays that role. And it's, a, it's an awesome sight. Well, early stage companies don't have the luxury of that kind of uh, personnel or funding. And, right. and we always have to be planning and planning ahead and it's not enough just to know what the legal documents say. It's thinking about how are you going to pull your team together? How are you going to raise your funding? What are you going to do? Are you going to do convertible debt? Are you going to do preferred stock? Are you going to have a strategic investor, an angel investor, a venture fund investor? And this is not a science. This is an art. And so the role mm-hmm. that an early stage company lawyer plays is helping these emerging entrepreneurs think through all these issues that they never studied in school. Without a doubt. That and they, they can't yeah. really anticipate. They, they can't anticipate. Yeah. I have to anticipate them for them. Mm-hmm. I have to tell them what's coming. Whenever I start with a new company, I'm looking five years out. Where are you going to be? 
Now let's work backwards work back from and that see how we can get stress, there and sure. try to avoid you know the grievous errors that sink <laughs> they, a lot of companies. Absolutely. And that's the role that I play, and it's different than what lawyers do for, for, for sure. big companies. So, David, we're just about out of time. People want to learn more about Cohen and Grigsby and your background. Where can they go and, and check you out and, they, and link up with you? They can come to our website, uh, www.cohenlaw.com. It's okay. a nice website. We recently had it redone. Nice. Um, there's a lot of information there, and they, yeah. should, they should reach out to me. We love to talk to uh, aspiring entrepreneurs, right. uh, and we like to talk to more established companies mm-hmm. that think they might be ready to sort of amp it up, and uh, we'd be a good role, play a good role yeah. for them. And when people know that, like, don't be afraid to contact you. Like, you know, people can be like, whoa, big law firm, but it's like, no, you guys are people, you got passion for this, and you're always willing to have a conversation with somebody. If I wasn't accessible, <laughs> I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing. Exactly and, uh, right. Thank you so much for taking Thanks the for time with us. Stuff, thank you. That thank was you. David Calson, yeah. Conan Grigsby. We're Appreciate the, the time. Yeah, we're, we're done. We're done. Another TNT under our belt, I know, Audrey. But we'll be back. We'll be back every and single Friday. Definitely go on to pghtech.org and check out over a thousand interviews of people who are driving change across this region. Exactly. And right. uh, for those of you that are listening and you're not from Pittsburgh, get your butt to Pittsburgh. I like it. And while you're at it, have a good weekend. This is Jonathan Kirsting. And this is Audrey Russo. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.